Lord, I ask that you present, be present in a special way through your Holy Spirit in our hearts and minds as your word is spoken from my lips. May it be spoken by your inspiration. Speak to our hearts, dear Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I don't know. Every time I have to do something, and as I get older, I always think of Dr. Billy Graham. He said some people look live too long. <laughs> but I am honored, sisters and brothers, to speak to you from God's Word. The words in the Bible which are life to all who accept and believe, it fills all our longing and spiritual needs. St. John the Apostle referred to Christ Jesus that in the beginning he was the Word. That you find in the first verse of the first chapter of his Gospel. We have been listening to Father David minister to us from the fourth Sunday of Easter which was a great blessing to me spiritually from what I learned from the Gospel of Mark. Father David kept our minds focused on Christ Jesus as our Savior and Lord. Now God has granted me the privilege and honor this morning to be ministering with a fellow man who is also from Africa. Pastor Desmus, I am so glad I belong to Jesus. the time. <laughs> from the gospel reading in Mark chapter 9 from verse 33 to chapter 10, 13 to 16. This gospel was read a little while ago. It begins with Jesus arriving at Capernaum and he enters the house. Verse 33. When they were in the house, he asked the disciples, What were you discussing on the way? We asked ourselves, Why did Jesus wait until he was in the house to speak to his disciples? You see, Jesus does care how we would react and could be embarrassed 
they kept silence and they were after they were asked by Jesus what were you discussing on the way God in the person of Christ Jesus revealed his compassion when he waited until he got into the house before questioning the disciples. I remember when my children were in their ten teens I would ask them whether they were guilty of doing something to come along into the room to discuss a serious matter with her or him so that I would not embarrass them in the presence of the others. Arguing about who was the greatest amongst them was a very unloving, unspiritual desire. Verse 34. Jesus sat down and called the twelve. Listen to what Jesus says to them. If anyone would be first, he must be the last of all and servant of all. And Jesus took a child and put him in the midst of them and taking him in his arms, he said to them, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me, receives not me, but him who sent me. <clears throat> now once again, here is also a teaching to us. God in Christ, speaking to us down through the ages to this present time. We see here, that is what the world strives for, power and domination. We see it going on. It's not hid from us. It is happening. Power and domination. The desire the disciples were longing for in their hearts and minds were carnal of the flesh. For one to be dominant over the other. We would love that. But I've always, when I first came to Canada, heard people say, I want my rights. But when I looked, but I only want my rights, rights, so I can overpower the next person. Not for any good you want to do to that person. I want to overpower that person. If we want our rights so we can share it for the best of that other person, it's good. But no.
You see, that desire that the disciples had could not work in the church. For it will disrupt and all we have in our fellowship with one another. For we are all one in Christ. And have the spirit of the living Christ living in us. Listen to the, our Lord's prayer. Part of it, when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. You will find it in St. John chapter 17. And this is the verses from 20 to 21. Jesus prays, I do not ask for these only. Meaning his disciples. But I also, for those who will believe in my, in me, through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. How is the world going to believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world until we are all one in Christ Jesus? This is something I haven't written, but if you go back in the upper room, the Holy Spirit only came down upon the disciples and those that were there, the 120, after they were all in one accord, there were no differences. They were all in one accord. So God waited until they were all in one accord. So if you are wondering why we are not getting answers to our prayer, then we searched. John said this to Jesus. Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. Yet another example of jealousy. Many of us suffer from denominational pride which contradicts our love in the church and our relationship with Christ. Jesus, many of us could be also accused of being envious when we have heard of a leader or preacher who has been given the Holy Spirit to minister with the same power and conviction as we are gifted with by the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, that person is to be given encouragement and accepted in fellowship with us. Jesus said, anyone not against us is for us. We can all 
call on God in Christ. Making this very urgent part of our desire to make all who are born again from above, irrespective of denomination, we are to be inspired by the Holy Spirit to encourage one another to be one in Christ. Proclaiming his gospel. I love verse 41. Chapter 9. Our Lord puts such a high value on all who belong to him. Whoever gives water to his servant will be acknowledged. He won't be disregarded. How wonderful. Verse 42, the punishment for anyone who would cause one of his little ones who believe in him, Jesus warns the listeners, the punishment is severe. Jesus continues in verse 43, no matter how valuable anything is to you, if it causes you to sin against, by, against God by disobeying the commandments of God, we should by the indwelling Holy Spirit rid whatever it is from our lives spiritually or in the flesh. I wrote here, I did not want to repeat what Jesus said by cutting hands and all that. Because I did read in one of the commentaries years gone by, they literally did that some of them and disfigured their bodies. Our Lord Jesus said because some in the past have literally disfigured the members of the body. I am not reducing the severity of the sins we commit or the consequences. I didn't write this down, but let me confess to you. When I arrived in Canada, I was a fanatic on fire when I came to Canada I wanted to be nice I wanted everybody to like me so I didn't preach the gospel as it was supposed to be preached and what did he do? everybody liked Roy but did it draw them closer to Christ? No. Because they never heard the truth. In verse 13 of chapter 10, we read that they were bringing children to Jesus for him to touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. Verse 14, when Jesus saw it, Jesus was very indignant 
Not really knowing what that indignant meant, I looked up the dictionary. <laughs> and it says he was filled with wrath. Very angry. You ladies here and believers in the God have a love for children. We who belong to Jesus throughout the world are fighting daily to stop the murder Let the children come to be. Do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child shall not enter it. Verse 16, Jesus took the children in his arms and bless them, laying his hands on them. I thought about these verses in chapter 10, verse 13 to 16. Christ Jesus used children as an example to the disciples, not only to teach us humility, but being messengers and living witnesses to his saving grace, we need to solely depend on his power in us. That is something I always praise God for, is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. What a gift to us who have been born again into the kingdom of God from above. Whether how young you are. Because God drew me out of darkness at a very young age. Children, listen, children are dependent on their parents for all their needs. Not only that they trust whatever their requirements, that their requirements are met, they will be met. The love of children for parents is unconditional. You ask the children, do you love the children? They will tell you emphatically, we do. And dare anybody speak contrary to what they believe about their parents. <coughs> the love, let the Holy Spirit remove from our hearts and minds all that is hindering us to give our whole selves to Christ Jesus our Savior and Lord, that He may use us for the building of his kingdom.
it, 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 it is very, very humbling. And it took me a long time to understand that most of what you learn about humbleness and truthfulness and honesty is in your very, very home. A man, a preacher said, I do not say, I am live for God truthfully. And two women were sitting together and whispered to the other, we should ask his wife. <laughs> That's what I mean. Ask my wife. During this COVID period when we were locked down, we all had the opportunity to stay home. Stay home. Poor Connie. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I tried to say, well, I'm not talking that, but in my heart I know it was sarcastic. Not called for. But you know, Jesus, by his grace and love, gives us the power to live for him truthfully. He might win over time, just whistle. <laughs> Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and repent from whatever sin that is a hindrance to the church going forward in Christ. I was led by the Holy Spirit to end with the comfortable words. We read this during our communion services all the time. I'm going to read it again today. Let us listen to the words carefully, what God promises us. If we have any problems, we come to Him. Hear the word of God. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to Him. Turn to Him. Come to me, all, Jesus said, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That is in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. John 3.16 The same is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Discussing what I was going to preach today, Pastor Tom 
reminded me that we have all set and fallen short of the glory of God. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. How wonderful! The righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. First John chapter 2 verses 1 to 2. Thank you for listening to this old man.